hey, life happens. Life happens and that's absolutely okay. So every time you veer off this path towards your dream, there will be many, many times like this throughout your life. Recommitment tells you that I will get back on this path. Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams. And today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to say welcome to all our dear listeners. I'm so glad you're here. If you love travel, storytelling, photography, writing, and if you want to build a life centered around creativity, be sure to get on our email list. This Black Friday, we're opening enrollment to our Storytellers in Action Masterclass with a very, very special treat for four days only. Go to GeniusWomen.com travel to get on our list, and we'll also send you a free guide to getting your travel stories published. And remember, women is spelled as W-O-M-X-N. Again, you can get on our list at GeniusWomen.com travel. Okay, let's dive in. Dear friends, uh, welcome to this episode of the Genius Women podcast. Today, I would like to talk to you about reimagining and recommitting to the journey towards our dreams and our genius. And I feel like this is a very timely subject because we're nearing the end of this difficult year and naturally we're thinking about all the things that we did or didn't do this year and we're starting to think about the following year and what I want to talk about today is how can we let go a lot of things and a lot of expectations that we might have place in ourselves this year that didn't come to fruition and how can we step forward to the next year with hope and with energy and really start the year off on the right foot and when I talk about this journey towards your dreams and your genius I'm really using those two words dreams and genius interchangeably Your dreams are the thing that you aspire to do with your life, with your creativity, with your pursuits of different areas. And your genius is really your gifts, right? Your innate abilities. It's the thing that you are brought on this earth to do. It's the thing that other people are looking from you. And so in my mind, when I speak about dreams and when I speak about genius, those things are interchangeable because 
When you're living out your dreams, that means you're living out your genius, you're living out your gifts, and you're serving other people with your gifts. That, in my mind at least, is the definition of living out your dreams and your creative aspirations, okay? So let's get started. Like I said, this is something that all of us are feeling 2020 has not been an easy year, right? It has not been an easy year. Many of our plans, many of our dreams and aspirations have been put on hold this year or canceled altogether. For me, for example, at the beginning of this year in January, I went to a conference that I always go once a year where journalists, uh, creative people are meeting with a lot of tourism companies, with a lot of destinations, and we plan out our year ahead. And for me, this year was going to be one of the biggest years of my life career-wise. I had a lot of projects scheduled. I had a lot of wonderful trips scheduled and a lot of stories that I was going to do for many wonderful publications that have been on my dream list of publications for many years. And so, you know, in January, I I really felt like this is going to be a a really wonderful year for me. And of course, none of that came to fruition by March. Everything shut down and I, I didn't do not one trip this year since the pandemic happened. So after a year like that, it's really easy to feel discouraged. It's really easy to feel discouraged and feel like all of this time has been lost. It's really easy to feel like this time that we lost is irreversible. And what I want us to start thinking about is that really it's not irreversible at all. And we can begin going after our dreams at any time. Just because this year didn't work the way you were hoping it to play out, it doesn't matter that going forward, there is nothing else that you can do. And this is the mindset that has really helped me on this path of creativity because you're not going to get successes every single day on this path. You're just not. It it doesn't work like that. And so knowing that sometimes you have failures and sometimes you have setbacks, knowing that every single day you can begin again is really liberating. It's really liberating. So this is the first thing that I want us to think is that even though a lot of things didn't go our way this year, it's not an irreversible loss. This loss is absolutely not irreversible. We can begin again at any time. And why not now, right? Why not now? Yes, the pandemic is still raging on. Yes, it's not clear how much longer it's going to rage on. There are some great news about uh, vaccine progress and all of that, but it's really not clear. But at the same time, when we went into the lockdown back in March and and when the normalcy of our world really crumbled, we were all thinking that it's, it's going to be a couple of months at most. We never thought that this could be going into a year and maybe possible even, you know, couple of years scenario. So now that we know that 
this is a longer term uh, challenge that we're facing, we need to start thinking about what can we do, right? What can we do? And so beginning again, recognizing that the loss that we had this year is not irreversible, is key for us to start making progress towards all of the dreams and all of the aspirations that we had. And the other part to this is really forgiveness. It's really forgiveness. And I think this is going to resonate with a lot of the listeners because this is something that I hear a lot of the women that I speak to. I hear that come up again and again, how hard we are on ourselves, how incredibly hard we are on ourselves for not making as much progress as we wanted, for failing, for coming short in all kinds of different ways, right? We're so incredibly hard on ourselves. And learning how to forgive for all these shortcomings is key. So with this episode and with this conversation, I want to give you that permission to forgive yourself. You have my permission. You have my permission. If you haven't pitched a single editor with your idea this year, it's okay. Forgive yourself. If you haven't taken a single photo this year, if you haven't held your camera in your hands this year because COVID and everything that um, related to it was just too much, it's okay. Forgive yourself. If you put your dreams to the side for a while this year, that's okay too. Okay, all of that is okay. And the really crucial step here is to stop beating yourself up about all of the things that you didn't do this year. And understanding that even though you didn't do all of those things, it doesn't make you any less qualified. It doesn't make you any less talented. It doesn't make you any less worthy to go after your dreams now and to begin again now. Okay, so understand that's really, really important. We can begin, we can forgive ourselves and begin again. Okay, so after we have grounded ourselves with forgiveness and with understanding that our losses that we had this year are not irreversible, what we need to do next is to reimagine our dreams, reimagine our dreams. We have had a lot of changes in our lives this year. Some of us have experienced a loss of jobs, maybe moving to a new location, going through a different lifestyle, just a lot of changes and a lot of perturbations. And because of that, I think it's really valuable for us to take a moment and to reassess, do like a sort of an internal check-in point with yourself and ask yourself, does what you wanted back in January of this year still apply? Does what you wanted back then still apply? And I think that regular check-in with yourself is really, really important because our dreams change, right? Our dreams change because we change. We grow, we understand something new about ourselves. And so maybe what we wanted back then no longer applies, 
And that's absolutely okay. And that's actually to be expected that our dreams and our aspirations and our goals can change. So going through this check-in right now would be useful because there's been so many changes this year and we have understood so much new information about ourselves as well, right, in this process. As we went through lockdown, as we went through isolation, as we went through changes in the way we approach work and what is possible for us in terms of work, all of these things may have impacted our dreams. And so it's important for us to take a moment to check in and to see if those dreams still apply. For example, in our membership community, The Circle, I had a conversation with uh, one of the members recently who told me that she realized recently that she actually doesn't want to be a travel writer. She actually doesn't want to be a travel writer. And that was one of the reasons why she joined the circle in the first place is to figure out how, what steps she should be taking and look for support in figuring out this path. And recently she had a lot of time to think about it. She had a lot of time to spend with herself and with her thoughts. And in that process, she realized that she actually doesn't want to be a travel writer. She doesn't like the constant pitching process, and she doesn't want to feel like she depends on others for work, right? Which is a big part and big component of being a freelance travel writer, that you are dependent on other people's decisions about your work. And so she and I had a conversation and and she said, you know, she was kind of confused about what it all means. And what I told her was that it's actually a wonderful news, right? It's actually wonderful news because she got clarity. She got more clarity about who she is and what she wants and what she wants to do instead. And that's really important and that's valuable information. And there is absolutely no, no shame in realizing that the dream that you had for so long no longer applies, right? Because again, we're human and we change all the time. We're never the same uh, from one day to the next. So our dreams also change and that's absolutely normal. And so what is your dream then? When you take a moment to check in with yourself and start reimagining what that dream can look like for the next year, What is your dream? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What do you want to do? If money, if time, and if any other constraints weren't an issue, what would you rather be doing on this earth? If you've never thought about this question, or if you've always just thought about it in passing, I would like to share with you some questions to help you get started to think about this question in more detail, right? Because it's important. And I teach that in my classes and I talk about this in a lot of different conversations that it's important for us to have a really good grasp on what our dreams are. Because unless we have a clear picture, we don't really know what steps we need to be taken to get to that picture. If your dream is hazy, If you don't really know what you want, then how are you going to start walking towards that? You can't, right? Because it's unclear, it's hazy. So that's why we do this exercise. That's why we think about our dreams often. It's because we have to have a picture in in our mind towards which we can take certain steps and certain actions. So here are some questions to help you get started thinking about that. What is it that you've chosen to be on this earth for? 
what are your gifts? What are your natural abilities? What lights you up? What would you rather be doing versus what you're doing right now? If what you're doing right now is not satisfying you, what would you rather be doing? How can you express your gifts, your genius, that unique thing that only you can do? How can you express that in the world in the ways that can help you and can help others thrive as well? So think about what your ideal life would look like if you had no constraints like money, like time, like all these other things. What would your ideal creative life would look like? What would you be doing? So take a moment to think about these questions and write it down. Write down the answer to these questions and write them down in great, great detail. And there is an exercise that I really love uh, to do that can help with this process as well. And it's a visualization exercise. It's an exercise of mentally imagining uh, a picture in your head. And it's a scenario. Uh, that can help you get to some of those questions that I'm sharing here. So here's the exercise. Imagine that a year from now, a year from 2020, you are returning home from an amazing trip, an amazing trip that you just did. And let's pretend that by that time, everything is great. We, we have the vaccine and the world is back to traveling. Let's just pretend for the sake of the exercise that we know this for sure. So a year from now, you're returning home from this amazing trip that you just took and you're walking through your airport and you hear your name called by a dear friend that you haven't seen in a whole year. And this friend uh, catches up with you and they ask you, how are things going? How are you? How is everything? So what will you tell them? What will you tell them? A year from now, what will you tell them? What exciting news will you share with this dear friend of yours that you haven't seen in a year? Think about that. Think about that and think about those questions that I've just shared with you. And that should help you start putting together a picture in your head of what your dream could look like next year. Okay. And then, like I said, if you've already done this work before, if you know what your dream is, now is the time to really take a moment and reassess it. Now is the time to reassess it. Because we've had so many changes this year that some parts of your dream may no longer be important for you. And that's absolutely okay. For example, one of the publications on my dream publications list, which is a list I have that has all of these different publications that I want to work with in my career. One of the publications on that list is Vogue. They publish some travel stories, not, not that many, but they do sometimes. And I've been trying to pitch Vogue ever since I started on this path. And it just never went anywhere. I never got, uh, you know, not, not, even, not even any response for any of my stories that I pitched there. But I keep trying, right? I keep thinking, I keep trying to figure out what can I pitch Vogue so that Vogue is one of the publications that I can say that I've worked with. But what I've recently realized as I was doing this kind of reassessment exercise, what I realized is that it's actually quite simple. And there is a very simple reason for why I still haven't been able to place a story in Vogue. 
And it's because the types of travel stories that this magazine usually publishes are not the types of stories I want to tell. (laughs) It's quite simple, actually. The types of stories they publish are not the types of stories that I want to tell. So there isn't a fit there between what the type of work that I want to do and between the type of stories that the magazine wants to publish. So knowing that, should I really continue using my very precious resources of time, of effort, and of focus towards this part of my dream? If I know that the stories that they tell are not the stories I want to tell in the first place. So this is what I'm talking about when I talk about reassessing your dreams. It's understanding something new about yourself, something that perhaps you've learned this year that you didn't know about yourself before, and thinking critically about different pieces of your dream and thinking, does this still apply? Do I still want to do it? And maybe the reason I wanted Vogue on my resume is just because it's Vogue, it's cool, it adds uh, gravitas to my name that I contribute to Vogue magazine. But really, if I think about it critically, the types of stories they tell are not the types of stories I'm interested in. So why would I be continuing to push this hard and using my resources on that when there is no alignment there, right? So that's why we do this. We do this to find alignment between our current efforts and between the dream that we're trying to go towards, okay? So this part is about reimagining our dream, reimagining what could our dream look like next year, checking in with ourselves and thinking about what's important to us now, what we learned about ourselves now, and looking at our dream critically and thinking and assessing if what we had back in January still applies today. After we've reimagined our dream, Now it's the time to recommit to it. Now is the time to recommit to it. This episode is all about the R and R of this journey. And the R and R is reimagine and recommit. Why do I talk about recommitting? This is actually a new concept and a new understanding that I've developed over the past several months. If you heard me talk about any of this, any of the subjects that I usually talk about, which is how do we go after our dreams, what are the steps, what is the mindset, and all of that, you've probably heard me talk a lot about commitment. Commitment and consistency. I talk about that a lot. I talk about the fact that we need to commit to our path because one try, one failure, even one success is not enough, right? It's not enough. You're not going to be successful overnight. You're not going to build this career overnight. So that's why I always talk about commitment, committing to this path and sticking through it and growing it over time. Because that's the only way that you will be able to build a body of work and uh, a career in this field over time. Recently, though, I've started thinking a lot about recommitment, recommitting. I think it's a much kinder way to think about what consistency and what commitment looks like on this journey. And particularly when we have huge disruptions, right? Huge disruptions like what we had this year with COVID. Recommitment 
is a much kinder way to go about it. Because what recommitment tells us is that it almost like it tells us that, hey, life happens. Life happens and that's absolutely okay. So every time you veer off this path towards your dream, there will be many, many times like this throughout your life. Recommitment tells you that I will get back on this path. Every time I will get back on this path. So that's going back to, again, where we started this episode, which was let's forgive ourselves for all of the things that we didn't do this year. Let's forgive ourselves and let's recommit and let's put ourselves back to our path right now. And recommitment now to me feels so much kinder uh, way to do this than before because commitment is really uh, rigid in some ways, right? It says, okay, you have to stick to it. And if you fall off this path, if you don't pitch anybody for three months, that's it. You're done. Who are you, right? You're a failure. You're, you cannot call yourself a photographer, a writer, or any of those things. You didn't stick. You didn't stick. Recommitment is much kinder. And it's much more expansive, right? It understands that there are many different circumstances in life. Maybe right now you need to focus on caring for your family, for example, or maybe you need to take care of your health, or maybe there is some financial considerations that are uh, weighing on you that right now you need to look for a stable job, for example. Recommitment is a kind and expansive way to say, that's okay. All of that is okay. Every time I veer off the path, I can get on the path. And it doesn't make me any less talented. It doesn't make me any less determined. And it doesn't make me any less worthy of this path. And the other way I think about this is that recommitment is really similar in its concept to meditation and Again, if you've heard me speak about this before, that meditation is one of my favorite subjects and something that I've been practicing daily for the past uh, year or so. In meditation, one of the key principles that we learn is that we learn how to get our attention back to our breathing when we sit down to meditate and when we go astray with all of the busy thoughts that crowd the mind almost immediately, right? If you've ever tried to sit down quietly for a couple of minutes, you know what I'm talking about. The thoughts come in very, very easily and we don't even notice that when it happens. And so in the process of meditation, what we're learning is how do we notice every time we go astray with our thoughts? And how do we bring us back to the breathing and to the present moment without any judgment, without any judgment on ourselves? And so this is to me what the concept of recommitting to our path is all about as well. It's noticing when we go astray It's noticing when we might have stopped uh, writing, we might have stopped taking photographs or pitching or telling stories and bringing us back to this path, bringing us back to this path without judgment, okay? This is what's really important. The other thing that recommitting is all about, I think, is it's about humility, it's about humility. It's, it's about being able to forgive yourself for all of the shortcomings 
And it's about being willing to begin anew as a beginner and being humble enough to say, you know what, I didn't do all of these things. I didn't accomplish what I wanted this year, but you know what, that's okay. I can begin again. I can begin again. And and that's absolutely okay. And that's absolutely normal. Because humility is another one of those concepts that I've been thinking about a lot lately, because I feel like a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings that are tied inside this, this kind of jumble of fears, when we're afraid of failure, when we're afraid we're not the best, when we think we're not good enough, I feel like some of that has to do with our pride. Some of that has to do with our pride and with our ego, with our human ego. That fear of failure, that fear of not being enough, that fear of shortcomings, it's our human ego that's speaking at that moment. And the flip side of our ego is humility. It's saying, it's okay. I don't have to be the best. I don't have to succeed all the time. I don't have to be perfect all the time. I can fail. I can be maybe not the best. I can maybe be actually pretty crappy at something when I'm just starting out. But that's absolutely okay because it's, it's not your ego speaking at that point. It's your humility speaking at that point. So for me, recommitment to our path is closely tied to this concept of humility. It says, even though or even if I didn't do what I wanted to do this year, if I still have this dream that we've talked about in the first part of this episode, if I still have this dream, I can begin again towards it. And my pride and my ego would say no, because I wasn't the best, I didn't do it, and I absolutely want to be the best at everything that I do, so no, I'm not going to do it. But your humility has a different approach. It says, it's okay. It's okay that I wasn't the best. It's okay that I didn't do it. It's okay that I failed. I'm going to try again, and I'm going to recommit. So reimagining and recommitting to our dreams. That's what I want us to think about as we're starting to wrap up this difficult year and starting to think about what 2021 can look like for us, even with this global pandemic and the uncertainty that's still very much present in our lives. And the reason why we want to reimagine and recommit because What it ultimately goes down to in practice, right? Because a lot of what we talked about so far is a theory of it. But the reason why we want to do this is because it all comes down to the practice, the daily practice. What are you actually going to do with your days? What are you actually going to do with your actions? What priorities will you assign to what you do on a daily basis? There is a quote that I use often in all the different ways when I'm speaking about the subject, and it's by Annie Dillard, and you might have heard me speak about it before. But this quote goes like this, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. And I just love it so much, because what that quote really tells us is that 
and you've I'm sure you've had this experience this year as well that our days go by so quickly our days it seems like time has been speeding up considerably especially this year it's been speeding up so much and we sometimes don't even notice how days and weeks and months pass and so it becomes so important for us to know that we're focusing on the right things when time is going by so quickly and time will go by and time will pass no matter what you do it's going to pass no matter what you do so then how can you make sure that what you're doing on a daily daily basis is aligned to your dream aligned to your vision how can you make sure that you have the right priorities in place for what you do on a daily basis? That's really important because at the end of the day, this is how our dream creative life is built. It's built from small daily consistent actions that we take every single day towards the vision that we have. That's really all. That's really all there is to it. That's the secret, you guys. <laughs> That's the secret. So for example, let me give you an example. I have been, one of the goals that I have for myself this year is to publish a photo book. It's to publish a photo book. And I had the idea in my head for several years now. And finally this year, I started putting this idea to paper, right? I started developing a concept. I started working on a book proposal. and. Finally, in the summer, I've sent out a proposal to a book agent. And a couple of weeks later, I received a reply that my photography is great. My work is beautiful. However, the dreaded bots, they weren't interested in it at the moment. And they felt like it wasn't the right time. So that was in the summertime. And now here we are in the end of the year. So about five to six months has passed. And I still haven't done anything with that book proposal since then. I still haven't done anything with that book proposal. Now, if I were, if I had prioritized doing something about this book once a week, let's say put a meeting on my calendar once a week to say on Thursday at 10 a.m. I'm going to work on this book for an hour. I'm going to contact editors and I'm going to you know, keep contacting different editors. I'm going to keep refining the proposal. If I did that for a week or every week for the past five or six months, do you think I would have had some results? Maybe I would have 50 different rejections by this point, maybe. However, maybe I would have had one or two interested agents reply as well. But the time passed anyway, right? The time between the summer and between where we are now, it passed anyway, regardless of what I did. And so that's why prioritizing the right actions that get us closer to the vision that we have, which in my case, one part of my vision is being a photo book author. You have to prioritize those actions, right? And the other reason why I'm telling you this is because notice how I'm talking about this, this example that I just shared with you about my photo book. 
I'm not beating myself up. I'm not saying, Yulia, you were so horrible. How could you not focus on this book for the past five months? That means it's not important to you. That means you're not really a photographer. Who are you to publish a photo book, right? You see how that spiral can get us down really quickly? I'm choosing not to talk about it this way. I'm simply choosing to state the facts that for the past five months, I didn't prioritize going or working on my book proposal at all. And you know what? Reimagine and recommit. I can recommit right now that starting this week, I will put a one hour meeting on my calendar and I will work on this book and I will continue working on it because I've just reimagined and recommitted to this part of my vision. Is it still important to me to publish a photo book? Yes, it is. Okay, so that means I'm going to make uh, that part of my dream a priority again, and I'm going to create daily actions that will get me closer to that dream week in and week out. Week in and week out. Because remember, time is going to pass anyway, regardless of what you do. So the secret and the trick to getting what you want is really about assigning the right priorities to your daily actions that will get you closer to where you want to be. And it all starts with reimagining and recommitting to our dreams and to our vision. The end of the year is a really special time. Naturally, this is when humans, we like to draw results, right? We like to uh, look at the year, think about what we've done, and think about where we're going next. We are really wired this way, and I believe that it's a process that helps us understand what happened to us throughout this year, and it helps us file information, process information, process what we've learned about ourselves this year. So we do this every year. We do this every year. We take a moment to think about what we did this year, and we take a moment to think about what's, what's coming ahead for us in the following year. And this year, our results and everything that we've accomplished might not be as big as we wanted them to be. They might not have been as big, as grandiose, as wonderful as we wanted them to be. And I'm here today to tell you that the key to wrapping up this year with kindness and the key to looking forward to 2021 with hope, with energy, and with expansiveness, that key is to forgive yourself for all of the shortcomings, to reimagine what your dream looks like next year, and to recommit. Forgive, reimagine, and recommit to your path, recommit to your journey. And we do this so that we can begin anew in 2021. Because no matter how much difficulties and no matter how many challenges and uncertainties we dealt with this year, we are resilient species. And so long as we have hope, we can really turn around anything. And so I invite you today to start this process of reimagining and recommitting to your dreams so that we can begin anew in 2021. 
Thank you so much. And I hope that this conversation today was helpful to you. And if it was, please do let me know. I read every single piece of feedback. I read every single comment. If any of this was relevant to you and if any of this sparked any thoughts, please do let me know. I would be so, so honored to hear from you. Thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's conversation helpful. We've been getting so many wonderful reviews for our show. And today I'd like to say thank you to listener Anastasia T, who says, this is absolutely motivating and much needed podcast. I love to travel and to learn more about people who have various experiences in this industry. Every person has an interesting story and I love listening to it. Thank you, Yulia, for this inspirational project. Thank you so much, Anastasia. I'm so, so glad you're enjoying the show. If you're a new listener, thank you for checking it out. And don't forget, you can find all the resources, links, and show notes over at GeniusWomen.com. That's women with an X. So if there was something you wanted to check out, you can always find it over at GeniusWomen.com. That's women spelled as W-O-M-X-N. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time in a very special group episode with three incredible women speaking about community, creativity, and pursuing our dreams. Stay tuned.